to spend more time together, but Todd was busy with his broadcasting career. He had his sights set on getting an anchor position and focused most of his attention on achieving his professional goals. Hello, Lauren, Lydia Hoffman said, coming up from behind her. Oh, hi. Lauren spun around to greet the owner of the yarn store. Lydia's husband, Brad, had purchased his wife's wedding band at John Michael Jewelers where Lauren had worked for the past five years. Isn't that a beautiful baby blanket? Lydia asked, apparently noticing that Lauren's gaze was focused on the window display. It is. Lauren had no option but to agree. I think I've sold more yarn from this display than any I've ever done. There's something about knitting for babies that draws people into the shop. Just yesterday, a customer stopped by and bought yarn for the blanket and told me she doesn't know anyone who's having a baby, but she thought she'd knit it anyway. Lauren faked a smile. I just got word my sister is pregnant. She didn't elaborate and explain that Carol was a full two years younger than she. When I saw this blanket, I thought I should knit it for her. I'm sure she'd treasure it. Anything homemade makes a baby gift all the more special. Lydia inserted the key to the front door, and while Lauren was tempted to purchase the yarn right then, she needed to get to work herself. I'll be by later today or tomorrow to pick up the yarn. Make it Thursday. I'm sold out, but I have a new shipment due in then. I'll be here if you need any help with the pattern, Lydia assured her. John Michael Jewelers was one block down from the yarn store. Elisa Lippincott, the original owner's daughter, managed the store now with her husband Gary. Lauren enjoyed her job immensely and considered Elisa a friend as well as her employer. Morning, Lauren said as she came into the store. She locked the door behind her. When the safe was open, all the doors leading into the store remained locked. Elisa stuck her head out of the walk-in safe. Morning, she returned brightly. She had a pair of jewel cases in her hands, which she set into the display window that looked out onto Blossom Street. Lauren removed her raincoat and stuck it in the back office along with her purse. Right away, she helped Elisa get out the semi-precious stones. Despite the down economy, the store continued to do well. Elisa, Gary, and Lauren, all working full-time, along with a few part-time sales associates, were a good team. Gary will be in sometime this afternoon, Elisa explained as she set out the semi-precious stones. He's got a meeting at the school for one of the boys, and then he's headed to lunch with the Rotary Club. Gary was the company expert when it came to men's and women's watches. Lauren headed up their diamond sales, and Elisa handled just about everything else. I heard from my sister, Lauren said casually as she set the jewels in the display case, locking them inside. Carol and Jason are pregnant. She made sure she sounded pleased and excited for her younger sibling. That's great. It is, Lauren agreed. It's just wonderful. Mom and Dad are over the moon. Their first grandchild. Elisa paused and focused her attention on Lauren. You sound like you're ready to cry.
I could break into sobs at the drop of a pin, she admitted, and tried to laugh it off. But the only sound that came out was reminiscent of something one might hear on the sci-fi channel. She quickly got hold of herself. Tell me, Elisa, and please be honest. Is there something wrong with me? Because Elisa was her friend, she expected the truth. Wrong? Am I annoying? Not at all. Elisa sounded shocked that Lauren would suggest such a thing. Do I have a domineering or unpleasant personality? No way. Do I bore you? No. Her friend shook her head. Am I unattractive? This question produced a laugh. Hardly. Have you looked in a mirror lately? You're gorgeous tall and slim, with your stunning blue eyes and that dark hair. I swear there must